And there's that podcast audio to go along with it. All right. It movie review. Yes. Did you have notes? Uh, notes that I wrote in the dark in my handwriting. <laughs> That's what they already are. Huh. Uh, I guess because of the Facebook Live, you want to give folks a chance to tune in. You yes. have. Whoa, where, where, where am I? There we are. Uh, you have headlines. I have headlines. Um, This one, I'm just going to read the literally just the headline. I'm going to cover it on Swapcast later tonight. So if you want to know the whole story, you have to listen to Swapcast. Ha ha. Um, Frontier Airlines falsely accused a white North Carolina man of sex trafficking his adopted black child. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. They held him on a plane and everything. So, yeah, that happened. Um, in California, uh, two men have been accused of setting a blaze at the Eagle Rock homeless encampment that turned into a brush fire because they were trying to kill homeless people. Great. Fucking. All right. Yep. Yeah, there's a whole lot going on to that story. Um, yeah, that'll probably get covered later. All right. Yes. Um, Netanyahu has promised to... Create a two-state solution. No, I'm totally kidding. He promised to uh, annex more of the West Bank, which means more demolition demolition of Palestinian homes because Israel is not a colonial settler state. No, it's a it's a white supremacist uh, apartheid state. It is a white supremacist apartheid state. Chief, they're way beyond the colonial part. <laughs> they, they are beyond the colonial part. Colonial their asses off. They have. Well, they learned from the best. I mean, colonically speaking, nobody wants a colonic. Yeah, they do. No. Colonic, gin and tonic, supersonic, pound of chronic, all that old shit, man. If you have a gin and tonic colonic, you're going to have a situation. Oh, um, is that butt chugging? Yes. That's awesome. Butt wow. chugging gin. I, I wouldn't recommend gin and juice. When it comes out, maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Um, Google um, has, uh, ooh, where did it go? Oh, I'm sorry. YouTube owns, or Google owns YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it says, because this article alternates between Google and YouTube, but it's the same fucking company. Uh, they've been accused of trafficking, or tracking viewers uh, of children's channels and using cookies without parental consent, and using those cookies to target millions of dollars in advertisements, and now for the collecting the data, they owe a $170 million fine. Yeah. That's a little heavy-handed. I mean... <clears throat> Um, meanwhile, in Texas, a court has struck down Alex Jones' appeal in the Sandy Hook case and has ordered him to pay for the defendant's lawyer fees. Eh? Eh? <clears throat> I like it when Alex Jones has a bad day. <laughs> Dude. What? All right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How many? Um, uh, folks, uh, winecellarmedia.com. Uh, we have some stuff up there that maybe you might find interesting. Yes. Right? If you're interested in net neutrality, mm -hmm. uh, we have um, we have links to three articles up there that might help you out with some information you may have missed out on in recent months or years. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with Flint. And uh, now going into Newark, New Jersey with the same thing. Yes. Um, remember, Marty Gold Cummings, uh, an individual that performs in drag and is also already um on a uh, <coughs> on, on a county board but is now uh running for new york city council fun and uh venus Kalita has up r kelly moved to general population and jail it's mm -hmm. on winecellarmedia.com folks yes 
uh, New York rape law may not protect intoxicated women. Yep. Yeah. Which apparently, um, like, under the technicalities of New York law, if you rape someone who's intoxicated, um, it doesn't necessarily count as rape because... Um, like there's a clause about them being like incapacitated, but alcohol is not one of the things that's like technically legally allowed to incapacitate you in New York. Legal to consume it, not legal to be incapacitated by it. Correct. And so apparently, yeah, apparently, um, one of the DAs from New York has been like on everybody's ass about close the loophole. Um, but you were talking about Flint. Speaking of Flint. Yeah. Um, apparently what the fuck is this guy's name? Ah, shit. What's his name? Yes. I just want to get to it. Nick Lyon, right? All and right. he was the, what was his job? I hate how the article's about him, but he, like, doesn't come in until, like, the fourth fucking paragraph of oh, the article. Kind of <laughs> like an article about a woman, and they just keep saying. <laughs> right. Uh, they keep saying the man's name and his wife. Right, exactly. Um, so Nick Lyon was, I can't find his fucking job title anybody help me out here what the fuck was his job title trying to figure it out um i don't he was one of the health officials of uh flint and when they uh you know other professionals came and told him that they were at a risk of outbreak for legionnaire's disease and that people could die his quote was they gotta die from something uh yeah flintian slip i mean i don't i don't i think that's beyond a slip i think that's very intentional I wanted to kill these niggas. What was that shit where Paul Ryan said, we promised to ruin the healthcare industry? Right. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Polly Wally Ryan boy. Oh, he was the state health director. Um, Yeah, and he said that about when he heard people were going to get Legionnaires. He said, well, they got to die from something. And at least 12 people have died since then. So there's that. Um, If you were in North Dakota uh, protesting the pipeline, I hope you picked up all your garbage. Because police went back through the garbage and are now issuing arrest warrants for people based on DNA profiles. They just arrested somebody from three years ago based on DNA collected from a cigarette butt. Um, 23-year-old Lawrence Malcolm Jr. has been charged with felony conspiracy to commit criminal mischief for his part at the Standing Rock protests. Pick up your garbage when you protest, please. Oh, yeah? Yes. Um, Oh, Northern Alabama. This is fun. A school has removed the bathroom stall doors because students are sneaking in vape pens. Huh. <laughs> right. And, like, the first thing I thought, as basic as it is, and I was like, but y'all are scared about trans people in bathrooms with stall doors? And you're just taking stall doors off just in case kids might be vaping? What about kids that really need to shit? I, man, I don't... I don't to shit at school. I don't know... I mean, hell, I was in school for 13 years. I was going to shit there a few times. Excuse me. Um, yeah, and it's in the boys' bathroom so far. They haven't done it in the girls' bathroom, but, um, yeah. Uh, fine. Yeah, I don't know. And, of course, the parents are unhappy about it, but, you know. Excuse me. Salud. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, and then, of course, the school administrator said the removal of stall doors could be temp- could be temporary as they work to figure out other solutions to students vaping in bathrooms. I don't. I then. I don't know. You're not sure. Yeah, I don't. That's a fucking weird solution to the problem. Smoking in the bathroom so you take the doors off the stalls. 
I mean, also, your teachers, like, on some level, you're kind of opposed to the kids as authority figures and adults. Fucking snitch on them. Hmm. You have their parents' contact information. Oh, wait, their parents might have to pay a whole lot of fucking uh, hours, and yeah. they might not be available. Yeah. Well, also, I don't know if vaping is, like, legal. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Because I know here they just changed the law, so you have to be 21 to buy any tobacco products, and that includes vaping. Which is not tobacco. Well, I mean, they do have tobacco vapes. But what if you're not getting one of those? I think you still have to be 21. Because look at the sign on all the vape stores. They all have signs that say you have to be 21 to enter the store. Period. Yeah, what if you're selling Girl Scout cookies? You're not allowed to sell Girl Scout cookies at the vape store. That's weak sauce. That sauce is weak. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, this. The sun. I think this is, like, owned by one of those right-wing uh, type outlets. But they just have fucking headlines. The story huh. was about a man who tried to murder his wife. But this is the way they framed the headline. Oh, no. A husband who told his wife to close her eyes for a surprise before stabbing her in the throat has been convicted of attempted murder. What? Like, what the fucking... All right, that's the headline. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. Sean May told his wife to close her eyes and counted out from 10 before launching the brutal attack on his wife, Laura, after he was fired in October last year. Oh, was this some family annihilator shit? The 34-year-old was found guilty of attempted murder after knifing her when he told her to lay on the bed and wait for a surprise. She expected a gift of some kind, but instead was stabbed so hard between the shoulder and the neck that the knife handle broke. Holy shit. Um, he... I, uh, the knife handle broke. Yes. Oh, it gets better. I got a way of breaking a knife handle for this guy. I'd say you jam one of these in the back of a white man's skull, twist the handle like so, and then your blood runs out through the hole here. I would not be opposed to that happening to him. Um, but it gets better. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, May of Turnbridge Wells, Kent, has admitted to causing the wound on October 9th of last year, but... Denies attempted murder. Nigga, what the fuck was you trying to do? Nigga, that's the worst way to remove tonsils I ever fucking heard of. This fucking guy. What the fuck? You stab someone so hard with a fucking knife, the handle breaks, but you weren't trying to kill them? And what, in the neck, right? Or what? Yeah, it says, um, between her shoulder and her neck. So I guess, like, up in here? Like, what is that, your trapezius? Yeah, that's not a good way to measure trapezoid muscles. I, I don't... What? Not attempted murder. Just, uh, what? I can't. I don't know. Where did you find this? I don't know. In one of the groups I'm in. <sighs> and that's why I haven't left all the groups, because sometimes I get news from them. And uh, two Planned Parenthoods and uh, Cincy have closed down due to uh, bu- uh, budgeting issues, of course. Watch for that. That's why I follow them. There's a, a white feminist. I, I still follow a couple of white feminists. Some of them are still progressing. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, this individual regularly posts um, reproductive rights issues. It's uh, uh, Brianna Loco. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm obsessed with this story now. The more I read, like, the more. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Finish it up and we'll. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get wise about our pennies. Yes. Um, so he she told the court he paced around the room, and then he started counting down from 10, 9, 8, 
Uh, and then he never reached zero. I said to him, this had better be a puppy because we talked about having one. But he said, it's not a puppy. Then it was just silent, and suddenly I felt intense pressure on my shoulder. I thought an animal was clawing at me. I shouted, this isn't real. He remained calm and said, this is real. When she realized she'd been stabbed, he appeared holding two knives, claiming he was going to kill himself. The court heard he told his wife he planned to die over mortgage repayment fears because he'd been fired the day before. Eventually, he drove his injured wife to the hospital where he told staff she had injured herself. Oh, yeah, folks do that. <laughs> what? Just, you know, slicing cucumbers, had a little slip up there. <laughs> right, like, what the fuck? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Huh. There's fucking, there's Michael Wright tuned in, said my favorite Negro podcasters. Hi. Michael Wright and I, we are now roughly 65 pounds apart. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and, and um and on the uh, yeah, on the way home from work while I was in the car, I was looking at the Facebooks and mm-hmm. he posted like um before and after pictures of him and Kimberly. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking nice. you're like, holy shit. Y'all niggas is running. Nice. Yeah, them niggas they get up and fucking they actually run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll like I don't I don't be, I don't be doing that shit. <laughs> do that. Hell, at work today, I had a gang of shit to do, and I, I walked to everything I did. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Stephen King's It. Yes. Three hours of It. Three hours of It. Um, there aren't going to be any spoilers in this. The devil is alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Michael Wright says, she runs, I speed walk. <laughs> I can dig it. Get your pair of Nike cross trainers. The Nike Scramble TR2 is still the one I recommend the most. Yes, I know that's very specific. Yes, it is very specific. All right. Folks, like I said before, I took notes. Mm -hmm. And it's already my handwriting. Which is terrible. Also in a dark theater Mm -hmm. while trying to hold up my, uh, the fuck did I have in there? Some candy shit. Oh, you had gummy bears and um, I think Kit Kats. Yeah. And something else. Yeah, it was three hours. Yeah. You had to have some shit. All right. So the first thing you see is that it's fucking three hours. And you're like, it's time to settle the fuck in. So then they they really did just, like, pick up where they left off. Yeah. It was just like, look, they're adults now. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. And they're flashbacking. And they show them cutting their hands with a glass again. Yeah. To fucking blood bond. That was very (laughs) deep, that cut. Yeah. (laughs) And with a fucking piece of glass from, like, a Coke bottle they found on the ground. Oh, yeah. Apparently they didn't have tetanus shots back then. I don't know. No, they didn't need them back then. You know, they weren't weak like you millennials. They could they could swallow a little tetanus like Joe Biden's policies, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see. I see how this is going to go. Uh-huh. All right. So, um, what? So, they, they flash back. They do that. Mm-hmm. And folks are familiar with it. You know what happens, right? They, um, right. they show folks as adults... Um, 
in this one, the person that uh, Beverly was with did yeah. not come back to Derry to follow her there. Yeah. Yeah, I seem to remember. It's been a really long time since I've read the book, but um, Beverly basically ended up getting with a guy who was physically abusive. And in the book, they talked about her character being like, oh, my dad would have approved of him because he used to, like, beat the shit out of her all the time. Hmm. And so, yeah. Um, and I think in the book, he went back to Derry to follow her to find her, and Pennywise killed him, I think. Or Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And they showed it in the first movie, too. What? In the 1991 movie. Oh, yeah, where he was chasing her and, yeah. Yeah. And, um... um, Wait, should we talk about the gay scene in the beginning? Because a lot of people are talking about that. Oh, with the fucking, um... That's beyond gay, but that was a... And and remember, that that was an attempted murder. Because he wasn't dead from them beating the shit out of him and throwing him in the water. It killed him. Right. So, and also just worth noting that um, that actually was based on a, well, not the it part, but that was actually based on something that happened. It was, there was actually a homophobic attack in Maine where um, a guy was walking with his boyfriend and some homophobes like beat the shit out of him and threw him over a bridge. And like the whole time he was screaming, like, I can't swim. And he ended up drowning. Hmm. So that was like, I don't know. I, I don't want to say like a shout out, but like, you know realistically the way they were beating the shit out of him he would have just fucking sunk anyway because yeah. he would have been unconscious they were fucking yeah. stomping the shit out of him with like a like a 12 or 13 year old cheering him on mm-hmm. and i think they had the kid kick him too if i remember right yeah hard to remember after three hours right yeah and of course you know people were upset about that i guess because it was a homophobic attack but um i mean i guess first of all it was already in the book but secondly um that was considered to be sort of like an East Coast version of Matthew Shepard at the time. Okay. Like, so it was like, uh, like in that geographical area, it was like very significant. So like, I'm not necessarily upset they referenced it. Like, yes, it's obviously it's horrible to see gay people being beaten to death, but you know, that actually happened and maybe bring some awareness to that situation. Let me see if I can find the guy's name, bring some awareness to that situation. Okay. Yeah, man. And, um, and I, and I think, uh, what was it, Mike Hanlon was the one that went there, like, in the aftermath? Or, or was Richie there? When? When, when? Like, when he got beat, like, one of the original Dairy Kids was there. And oh, like that it, was... What up? When they threw him off the bridge? Yeah. That was Mike, because that was how he knew Pennywise was back, and to bring everybody back to Dairy. Okay. Yeah, that was fucking, that was cold shit. Like, and when you're, like, trying to get out of the water and you're trying to not drown and you just got the shit beat out of you, and there's a fucking clown right, you're sticking like, the their hand out of that. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, that's really bringing you the fucking mm-hmm. horror. And, yeah, that shit, it was ill. It makes you think, because, like, really, that that's not over, right? Considering the fact that, like, transphobes deny that trans women are women, on some level, like, those attacks are homophobic attacks as well. Mm-hmm. And, like, so that's, it's still going on. Islan Nettles, anyone. Right, okay. So the, his name was, the actual person who got thrown off the bridge, his name was Charlie Howard, and he was murdered in 1984. Oh, that, damn, that was, like, uh, two years before the book came out. And yeah. the book was 86. Yeah, um, and then actually Stephen King made a little statement and said, I think the death of Hall- ha- Charlie Howard shocked people in the Bangor area out of their complacency about matters of sexual preference and prejudice. I know it did me. It's easy enough to see what happened as a stupid crime, a kind of felonious accident fueled by, buse, by booze or hazing that got out of hand. Too easy. 
In the aftermath of this inoffensive young man's death, the community underwent a period of self-examination that hasn't ended to this day. To me, it suggests one good thing came out of Charlie Howard's death, but when I look back on it, I'm still overcome with feelings of sadness and shame. I don't feel responsible exactly, and I'd never lay that on the community, but this is our town. We live here, which means we have to live with Charlie continuing to try to make it right. Mm. So, like, you know, it was so like, anyway, the point was it wasn't just like, oh, kill a gay guy for the point of, for the sake of killing a gay guy in a movie. Like, you know. And um, right before that, they were at the, uh, at, at the carnival fair, whatever the fuck you yes. call it. And they're playing that game where you're shooting the water gun mm-hmm. and blowing up a balloon in yeah. a clown, you know, because <laughs> simplify things. Mm-hmm. And um, and what he won something, but then he gave it to a little girl with a I don't know a scar, a skin condition. Yeah, it looked like a skin condition. Um, I actually thought at first she had like like a red balloon like hand like painted on her face. Yeah, like face painting. But um, no, it was some sort of skin condition. Yeah, and he gave it to her, and it's so like now the audience has her face in your heads, and right. don't worry, they bring her back before three hours passes, so you don't <laughs> fucking forget. Right. And um, but when they bring her back, it's a fucking up and then a way down. Yep. Like as a progressive, I see a little girl saying, "Nigga, you ain't nothing but a motherfucking stranger in the dark." Nigga, fuck you. That's verbatim what she that said. Is not too. verbatim what she said. Yeah. Oh, do you have the clip? It looks like what we say goes. <laughs> so she was like, man, because Pennywise came creeping because she went under the bleachers chasing what a butter a light bug. Yeah. A light bug because they were at a baseball game mm-hmm. and her neglectful mother just uh let her go. Yes. And she went under there and banged there's Pennywise, which means Pennywise probably sent the light bug. Probably. Fuck. And then he pops up, and he's like, ooh, and talking all his gangster shit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, man, nigga. Well, he says something like, we're friends. And she's like, we're not friends. My friends don't hide in the dark. Ah, that's right. <laughs> and she was about to go, but what did he, like, appeal to He started to her? crying. Yeah. And he was like, oh, nobody likes me because my face is ugly. I thought this time it would be different and I could make a friend, but I guess I just have to be alone in the dark. And then, of course, because she has a thing on her face, and she's like, Oh, we can bond over this. Nobody likes the thing on my face either. Yep. And he got and her. He fucking ate the kid. That was a major up and down. They were like, yeah, take that, millennials. I was like, oh, no. I was like, no, no, turn around and go. You were right the first time. Go. And yeah, because I think it was extra sad because he's like, come closer and I can blow it away. Like, and she's like, okay. And he's like, close your eyes and count to three. And then she's like, does the one, two. And then, like, she looks at him and she's like, you didn't get to three. And, like, as she says, he just, like, bites her face off. And I was like, come on. Yeah. Terrible. And also, at that uh, baseball game, the kid from the opening scene where they killed um, the gay guy was there. The one who was kicking the gay guy in the face with his older brothers, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. And he was there harassing people at the baseball game. So, he was just really a bully all the way around in every possible way. And being trained to be one. Yes. So, and I was like, and of course, then we were like, Pennywise couldn't get that one, really? Hmm. And Hmm. that also shows you, right? Boys will not be boys. Boys are being what they're trained to be. Yeah. Like, he was literally just involved in an attempted murder. Yeah. That led on by the older guys, the cool guys. Yeah. They probably drive trans ams, as I I hear young white men are into. These days? (laughs) 
or just fucking forever. Hmm. Right? Like, I remember I was watching a Marilyn Manson interview when he was like, oh, I have several. I love Trans Ams. Oh, God. <laughs> Marilyn Manson would fucking say that. Yeah. Uh, well, there, there's your fucking tangent. It was going to happen. Yes. All right. But, of course, they got to show him as adults what yeah. Ben grew right. up and was all swole. Yeah. So, all right. So, after the situation where Pennywise kills the guy trying to get out of the river, Mike comes down, investigates the scene sees a bunch of red balloons is like, oh, must be Pennywise. So he calls everybody because everyone is left, right? So we have Bev, who's um, married to some super rich guy, but he's physically abusive and says terrible, terrible things to her. Um, then there's Ben, who lost a bunch of weight and is now like an architect or something. The funny thing is they say lost a bunch of weight, but like he was a kid. Maybe just, if he just grew, he just didn't carry <laughs> the fatty cells with him. Um... Right, yeah. Ben started working out a lot. Um, and still all had the... Sit-ups. All those sit-ups. <laughs> still had the... Uh, um, like, the piece of the yearbook in his wallet. Yeah. Like, still after 27 years, because Bev was the only one who signed his yearbook that year. Um, and then there was... Who else was there? There was um, Bill, who was an author. Well, we got a lot less of Bill's wife than in the original. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he was an author who nobody liked his book endings and he was sad about it. Which was like Stephen King making a nod to himself. Yeah. Well, a lot of his endings are really shitty. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. Um, I don't know why, though. I, I read the news. I don't know why you read the news. Um, and then there was Eddie. Eddie was a uh, risk analysis? Yes, and was married to his mother, literally. Yeah, they had the same woman play. Yeah, but they, I guess they just, like, took all that grungy makeup off of her. Right. Yeah. yeah and, like, uh, they they dolled her up, made her look like his number one gal. And uh, I, I like the fact that he was a risk assessor because it just was, like, such a perfect, like, continuation of his childhood character. So he's always so paranoid about getting sick, and he's like, you can get AIDS from a drinking fountain, and like all like the everything paranoid. And his wife is on the phone, and he's like, I have to get off the phone with you. Statistically, this is going to get me into a car accident. <laughs> like, like, it was just like the perfect continuation. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Richie was a comedian. Yep, which I kept th- I kept seeing him. I kept thinking Jimmy Dore. And I was just like, oh, he's playing a comedian. Of course well, he's going to seem like a comedian. The guy who played him, though, was actually on Saturday Night Live for a while. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like a- actually a comedian. <laughs> but then they got fucking uh, Mike Hanlon fucked him up because he gave him the Pennywise call right before he went on stage. And yes. that nigga forgot his joke. Right. There's no spoilers in this episode, folks. There are no spoilers. And then there was Stanley, who we see for like five minutes of the entire movie. Yep. Because he gets the call, and which was also depressing, right? Because they didn't really talk about what he did, but he was clearly married and had a nice house. And his wife is like, "Should we just book a trip? Let's just go away tomorrow." And he's like, "Okay." And then he gets the call, and then commits Ugh. suicide that night. And I was just like, "Oh man." Yeah, this shit was crispy. This shit was the kind of shit where you're just like, "Nah, I never afford that." <laughs> like whatever it is they have in there. Like, what is that food in that refrigerator? I can't. I can't afford. I'm pretty that. sure that. All of those kids grew up to afford things we'll never be able to afford. Except for the black one. That's because he didn't leave. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. Oh, you know what? You know what? He owned a fucking library, though. He owned it? Didn't didn't he live above it? He just lived there. But how can you own a a socialized book resource? Well, because wasn't it closed down? I got the impression it was closed down and he lived there because you never saw it open or people in it. 
But and it's plus, dairy. You, you think they fucking, read? It's probably why it closed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just live on top of a library, right? It's dairy. You think they care if you live on a library? They're like, that's our town black. He lives on the library. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See, we could just make stuff up. Okay, fine. See, we could we could have no spoilers and make stuff up. Did we miss any of the adults? I think we got them all. All right. So they go back and they redo the dinner scene. And I was watching a review on YouTube and they were wrong. The dinner scene in this one was the shit. Oh, my God. It was proper. Really? I mean, of course, they they have all the riffing back and forth. A lot of, lot, lot, lot of a- anti-fat folk jokes in there. Yeah. A lot, of, uh, a lot of that shit. But when it came to when Pennywise was fucking with them visually, mm-hmm. they responded the way I think they should have. You just say that because Mike tried to break the table. You, you should. <laughs> Scary-ass shit like that. That's an appropriate response. I remember what they did in the last one. Everyone just covered their eyes. Yeah. What? <laughs> No, you pick up a chair and start slamming stuff. I like I like how the, the waitress walked in is like, is everything okay? Ah. Like, not really. Yeah, no, we're all just hallucinating the same thing at the same time. Yep, basically. That's what we do. We've been doing it for 27 years. Mind your business, lady. <laughs> so, yeah, that was funny. And so then, of course, they're all starting to remember... You know, growing up in Derry. And then, of course, now they know about Pennywise, and they're trying to figure out what to do. Richie wants to leave. Eddie wants to leave. Yeah. Um, Stanley's dead at this point. Um, Bev is just, I don't know, doing I mean, Bev stuff. She's an abuse victim. She's down for whatever. She's like, things just happen to me. <laughs> right, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is also, I just noticed, a lot of the movies she spent wearing, like, either short sleeves or tank tops, and... When she was leaving to come to Derry, her husband thought that she was going to cheat on him, so he was, like, hitting her. Like, he had a belt and was, like, hitting her. So she said, like, these, like, bruises all over her arms. Nobody said anything about them the entire movie. And I was like, I know you can see them. It's a little weird, but all right. You think they were probably also just used to that from her childhood? Because of her father beating the funk out of her? But they couldn't remember everything at first. So, so just some random woman that you went to school with at one point just shows up covered in bruises, and you're like, yeah, totally normal. Hmm. Like, Maybe that's the the writer's oversight, writer, director, produ- everyone's oversight that mm-hmm. no one mentions it. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, and so Bev is just like, okay, I guess, you know, and was saying that she'd seen everybody die in her dreams and she always has nightmares and stuff. Because she saw the deadlights. Right. And then um, B- uh, Bill, of course, starts stuttering again out of nowhere. And it's like, we're going to stay. Uh, and then, of course, Mike is like, I have a plan and we're going to stay. And, you know, everyone's trying to figure out what to do. And so then Mike uh, takes um, Bill up to his library house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, drugs him. I gave him a tonic. A tonic colonic. Gin and colon- tonic. Chronic. A gin and tonic colonic. Okay. Uh-huh. It was bionic. I bet it was. <laughs> And um, basically does, like, he goes to, like, some, like, vision of some, like, Native American ritual when the Native Americans who were there first, you know, uh, fought Pennywise or whatever. But we find out later that they lost. Well, I mean, of course, Pennywise isn't dead. Like, what did you think happened? Oh, that maybe they they won, but they were like, you know what? We're going to let them live, you know, because we're peaceful. 
and maybe he learned his lesson. Maybe he learned his lesson. He's a white man. Nuh-uh, he's a clown. Ah, what's one of the first things we said on this program? Clowns look like white people. (laughs) (laughs) I said that. They're literally white people just making themselves whiter. Honestly. They're like, look, we're going to be super pale, all ginger, and dress like rainbow pirates. That's kind of (laughs) terrifying. That's why clowns are terrifying. Uh, (laughs) When you get to that level of I don't give a fuck, it's, yeah. Right, and so then what? So he has the vision and then goes back to the hotel where everybody's staying and convinces everybody to stay a little longer, right? Yeah. And then what, they all just start having their, like, random flashbacks from childhood? Uh, They have... It's more so to... I guess we could move forward to where he's, like, he has the great idea that everyone should split up. Yeah, Yeah, Mike said everyone should split up and find, like... Um, a piece of their childhood, basically. Yeah, you know, like a literal thing. Yeah, to put to put in to do this like Native American ritual. So everyone splits up, but then everybody keeps running into Pennywise. In addition to having like flashbacks from their childhood, which were all, which was a l- huge part of the movie. I think it felt like it was really long. Yeah, a lot. That's why it was three hours. Was because I'm pretty sure the cutting room floor had very few cuts on it from those <laughs> scenes. Yeah. And yeah. I mean they were all good scenes, but it was just really long. And you know they took a scene that I hated from mm-hmm. the original film mm-hmm. for as a child, a teenager and an adult, like watching and rewatching that original, I've always hated the scene where Beverly goes back to her old apartment mm-hmm. and it's uh Kirsch Marsh. Yeah. And I guess cuz it's so obvious as it. It's just like get the fuck out of there Beverly. But in this one, I start out annoyed, of course, because I'm uh-huh. like, fuck, here comes this scene again. Yeah. And there is the obvious that it's it because the old lady doesn't know how to interact because it doesn't know how to interact because it right. is not a human. Right. So there's those weird pauses like, okay, do you like t-shirts? Like, is that weird? Well, the one that got me, though, was the, um, <clears throat> was like she told Beverly her dad died and it said something like, but you know what they say, when you die in dairy, you never really die. And then there was like a 30 second pause. And I was like, what in the, even if that's not Pennywise, that's a fucking serial killer. Get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah. what the fuck, Bev? Like, what? But then they updated the fuck out of that scene. I still want to know if the pictures, because the whole time this old woman's talking is like, my father got off the boat with $13 and became a clown. And I was like, a clown, a clown, a clown, really a clown. But then while she's saying this, running around in the background doing all sorts of goofy shit. Getting naked. Bef- even before the naked. Oh, and the... Cause I, I, oh, what up? Because there was one before when she was like, oh, I'll get you some tea. And while Bev is, like, going down the hall, you see her, like, <laughs> walking around the kitchen to get the tea. Yeah, and come to find out, that's a... If I remember right, I read an interview with her, 78-year-old actor... And that was actually her doing those movements. Like, she's that agile. She's like Bernie Sanders. Like, he actually just turned 78, too. But fucking, yeah, she can actually do those moves herself. That was not a stunt double. That wasn't some young dancer pop lock, and that was her. And that's also her first nude scene. Well... Yeah, I mean, you gotta start somewhere, buddy. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so, but while she's talking about like my dad got here and became a clown to support the family and blah blah blah, Bev's looking at her pictures on the wall. I want to know if that's his family or him, the guy who actually plays it like in real life, because it looked like like 
Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, they either look like him or like someone in his family. Because I was like, that, that's a very like distinctive bone structure and face. Oh, like the fucking those gnarly fucking foreheads. Yeah. So yeah, I still want to know if anybody finds out, let me know. And then when they turn around and they totally flip the scene and Bev gets attacked by the titty monster. <laughs> The old lady turns, what, like 10 foot 10? <laughs> right. Fucking, <laughs> fucking huge. Boobs like fucking Walmart bags. They're just a swanging. Those could have been the attack. You don't need arms. Right? Just fucking put some chip clips on those. Bam. Wow. Chip clips. That shit was wild, yo. If for nothing, go see this film to see the titty monster. You need that. Hashtag titty monster. Hashtag titty monster. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Pretty sure it's already a hashtag for some some porn performer, sex oh, yeah. worker. Oh, yeah. And probably crushing soda cans. Just ask something. Or Don't getting nails put in them or something. <laughs> yeah, there's someone who does that. All right, there you go. <clears throat> um, And then, of course, what? Bev gets out of the house and looks back and something that, you know, when it was messing with her she thought looked like a regular apartment building now it looks like old and all run down and clearly nobody fucking lives in it anymore yep you know um did they do a flashback oh they did do a flashback where her dad was being all creepy and like spritzing her with her mom's perfume oh that's right and then hugging her jesus <sighs> christ yeah that was fucking that was out there that was weird yeah but, what up oh but of course mike told everyone to get their little totem thing and she went back through the house and found the postcard Ben gave her about the January embers that she still thought was Bill yes even to that day yeah and uh, what uh, a, a scene that definitely went on way the fuck too long was when um, the nigga went to the pharmacy oh god yeah that was gross yeah they dragged that way which one was that Eddie Eddie yeah, Eddie in the pharmacy. Way the fuck too long. They outstanding choice in choosing the um the actor to play the grown-up version of the daughter of the pharmacist. Yeah. Outstanding choice. She totally fit the fucking bill. Oh yeah, you could totally tell it was the same person 27 years later. Yeah, like that's again, like folks haven't heard me say this in a while. That's a grizzled white woman. That's a white <laughs> woman that's seen it all, done it all, been smoking cigarettes since she was 3. And another thing I said, the grizzled white woman has had the same job since she was 14 years old. And, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, it's her dad's pharmacy. Same job. Grizzled white woman. They've been around. Yeah. And also, that scene was just, like, unnecessarily gross, too. Oh, with the tongue? The tongue thing? Yeah. Yeah, that was beyond Michael Jordan tonguing. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah. And, uh, well, what was going on in that scene? There are no spoilers in this episode, folks. <laughs> uh, the fuck? I mean, because, of course... When you've had experience with Pennywise, why not go into a dark hallway in a basement while you hear weird sounds? That's what you should do. That's what you should do. Never run from Matt. No. Ever. No. So go there. Go all the way behind a curtain. Mm-hmm. Just get as far from anything safe as possible. <laughs> hey, again, like. Well, but also because they started it with his childhood flashback where he went down there and kept running into, like, IV poles and blood bags and stuff. Yeah. Because he heard his mom calling him, and his mom is strapped to a bed. And she's like, you have to untie me before he comes back. And there's, like, something in, like, a body bag that keeps coming closer. And it turns out it's the uh, the leper guy, right? Because they had the scene in the first movie where he was outside the house where it 
you know, was like living yeah. and the leper was chasing him. So that guy and who was like still a leper but had a really like a three foot long tongue and it was really gross. Yeah. And put it right down Eddie's mom's mouth. Hmm. Yep. Well they call that that's what they do in France. <laughs> yep. I, I don't think that's how they do it in France. In America, they call it freedom kissing now. Oh, my God. There, there's your 9-11 joke. Um, and then, so then his adult flashback, he went down to the same basement to be like, it's not there, it's not real. And, of course, the same leper guy is there. And But Eddie choked him. I, I forgot that. Yeah, he choked him, and his tongue got smaller the more he choked him, which was good because that was disgusting. But then eventually, the thing just threw up all over him. Oh, all that, oh, all the black shit. Yeah. Okay, I remember it now. Yeah, which is kind of, I think, a callback to the first one, because it happened in the first one, right? And, like, the, the ending scene when they thought they killed Pennywise, that the leper, th- or, well, Pennywise threw up on him again. Are you talking about the 1991? No, I'm talking about the first it of this. Oh, the chapter one of this yeah. one. Fuck, I can't remember that. Yeah. I seem to remember that happened. I'll watch it again if I'm not yeah. home alone. I don't watch it home alone. That's a rule of my life. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that happened in the first <laughs> one too. And <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, so what that was the, Eddie's. Uh, Bill. Bill. For so I, as a bicycle rider myself, <laughs> Bill's bicycle was pissing me the fuck off. <laughs> that was a raggedy piece of shit that could not be pedaled anymore, and he just hops on it fucking thing the handlebars go down which means that you need to take an allen wrench and tighten up the screw under the handlebars he never does that but somehow they just start staying in place Mm -hmm. that's not i was getting pissed off at that bicycle i'm just squirming in my fucking seat mad as hell at that bicycle that he bought from stephen king in his resale shop yep which yeah and of course I'm the person who doesn't know what Stephen King looks like, so I'm like, oh, shit, that's Pennywise. Oh, <laughs> no, Stephen King. Yeah, I didn't know that till I went home and looked on the World Wide Web or Who also it. was being a smartass to him, too, during the whole transaction. Because Bill's like, how much for the bike? And he's like, you're that author guy? You're rich. You can afford it. $300 for, like, that raggedy piece of shit. 300 I was wondering if he was going to go in the thousands, but I guess he was like, got to keep it to what he might have in his pocket. Right. It's like 300. He's like, by the way, your endings suck. <laughs> like, just like talking shit to him. And Stephen King has also aged weird. He has that same kind of David Duke face where it's yeah. like, like, are you getting your, sh- are you getting your wrinkles electronically removed or something? Electronically? Yeah, d- yeah. Stephen King has the same weird face David Duke has. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't get that face. And um, so what? Bill. Oh, Bill runs into the. Sa- oh, we didn't. We forgot about this. The fucking kid in the restaurant. Oh right. That tried to quote the comedian, but the comedian thought that the kid was it or something. Yeah, I thought he was Pennywise. And he's like, "Fuck you, fuck." <laughs> Which is almost like a call forward to how the movie ends. But he's like, uh fuck you to the kid and, and then the, the kid's parents were like hey yeah you all right little buddies like yeah i think i'm good yeah and uh so he so now bill sees that same kid mm-hmm. and finds out that that kid well, has been what but before that bill stopped in the sewer where georgie went down and was like i know you can hear me why did you take georgie and is like all angry and yelling at it like it's gonna have a rational fucking conversation with him and then as he gets up, this kid is looking at him like, why is this dude yelling into a sewer? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I got to stay away from the sewer. And the kid's like, you know, sometimes I hear voices too. And of course, Bill's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. 
And of course, and they play. I think they play Bill's guilt thing way too hard. Mm-hmm. But again, like this is something I have to deal with. Like, if characters don't do illogical shit, then you have no show, you have no movie, you have nothing. Right. Someone has to do something illogical for there to be a story. Yeah. And so they really play up Bill's guilt thing about uh, what's his brother's name? Georgie. Fucking George. Keep calling him Georgie. He'd be 30 years older. But he's not. Ah, he's, he's somewhere in the dead lights. He's hanging out. When you die in Derry, you never die. When you die in Derry, you never really die. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then of course after <coughs> that kid leaves and he's on a skateboard. <coughs> and Because Bill kind of freaks out on him. Yeah. Like starts like shaking up and shit like, don't go by the sewers. Don't, yeah, you know. And the kid of course gets scared. and He's like, yeah, I'm going to go. And he's like, I'm going to the fair, carnival, whatever's happening. And he leaves on the skateboard, uh, right. going into a cross street without looking. He did do that. Yeah. He did do that. These are the kind of things I remember. And then, of course, after that happens, Pennywise starts talking to Bill. Oh, yeah. Because he actually answered him from the sewer. And he was like, because you weren't there, asshole. Like, you know. And, <laughs> like, of course, Bill puts his fucking arm I was like, in the I sewer. Know. Trying to grab Georgie because, like, it does the Georgie thing. And he's like, come here, Georgie. I grab your hand. You're not actually dead. You've only been in this sewer for... 27 years and haven't aged a bit you're like a negro (laughs) what it's just ridiculous fucking bill just pisses me off his bike his brother his guilt his stupid fucking arm fucking bill fucking just laid put his face right down there and shit but pennywise was just fucking with him um and so then of course um and then there was ben right Ben, what was his deal his thing was uh sitting in school oh with the projector i did not see that one coming i thought that was a real flashback to him just chilling with her and then she was like you fat motherfucker yeah yeah (laughs) so it was ben in summer school and uh this is you know when they were kids and he you know bev walks in and sits down and is talking to him and um he he, you know thought they were gonna have like a romantic wait 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 wait. because we should have seen it coming because the projector screen is on yeah. and the shadow looks like it's costume, yeah. but it's Beverly's clothes. Exactly. Should have seen it coming. Yeah. yeah and then well, she's just like, I hang out here and smoke. Yeah, because I, well, I think that they did that on purpose to be like, oh, it's, it's not. It's not. But no, <laughs> no, it? yes, it was. What do you mean, what? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, she's sitting down there talking to Ben and Ben thinks they're going to have a romantic moment and kind of like leans in, you know, to do the kiss. And she's like, what? No. And then he was just going to be embarrassed. But then all of a sudden she starts talking all this shit like, you, you're you fat and ugly and I would never kiss you and I would never be with someone like you. And then her face gets on fire because it's it. And she starts chasing Ben around the school. What the fuck? That's got to be some shit. The, 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 your number one gal. <laughs> her head catches on fire and she calls you fat and starts chasing you down the hallway. And, uh, and you, I remember as a kid, like, for some reason, the line always <laughs> amused me where it said, kiss me, fat boy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're redoing that scene without the line. And then they gave me the line. They gave you the line. I think he, when he was hiding in his locker. Mm-hmm. And not because, of course, he forgot that it can smell your fear, knows where you are, and can teleport. <laughs> and uh, so it's in the locker, does the line. I'm thoroughly amused. <laughs> And enjoying my three hours. Yes. Yeah, so that was Ben's thing. And then there was Richie. 
his thing as a kid was playing in the casino um and he was like low-key trying to flirt with another boy and it wasn't working um wait trying to remember this because he was playing some game with another kid and the kid's like oh you're really good and he's like you you can stay and play another game with me if if you want to wait casino <laughs> wait no no it was arcade the, yeah you said you said oh casino. i said casino, yeah uh, that's why i was like a, what the a casino what? is just they got kids in casinos now i mean what's the difference between an arcade and a casino other than alcohol really you go there and you lose money i thought some people win money someone has to win or no one goes back i mean um well you know what difference between an arcade and a casino you know you're not getting the money back you know what? That's true. Yeah. Um, sorry, arcade. And so he's telling the kid, like, you can come play with me if you want. You know, you can play another game with me on two and blah, blah. So he was flirting? And... I thought he was just the, I thought he was uncomfortable and dorky and trying to be friends. I mean, but he's also gay. Oh, uh, okay. You're reading shit I'm not reading. <laughs> like, a little bit. And so then the kid's like, no, no, no. And then um, the bully, what's his name? Bowers? Hey, uh, Henry Bowers. Walks in. And all of a sudden the kid is like, oh, you fucking you know gay slurs and yeah. i'm you know why are you trying to you know blah blah and bowers is like calling them these gay slurs and like get out of here and this and that so like they already must have had an inkling you could tell that that kid was playing it up though because he was cool yeah, he until, was like he until was just, bowers came in yeah then he was like oh now i now i have to uh do performative masculinity that's yeah. what we call toxic masculinity is performative and that was a great example of it was that because he was chilling mm-hmm. until he saw the guys that he needed to fucking locker room strut in front of. Right. Well, because if that was his cousin, he was probably staying at his house because he was like on vacation for the summer. Mm. So it's like you can't go home with the bully and then get bullied yourself. Like, I don't know. But, um, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Richie like runs out and runs to the park where that big ass Paul Bunyan statue is, which comes to life and starts chasing him. Oh, yeah. It was fun. And then he comes back to his adult mind and he's there. Right. And what Pennywise is on the Paul Bunyan thing. Yep. And it shows the thing from the trailer that we've been waiting for. <laughs> yes. Where he's just on the balloons, just riding down <laughs> on that ass. Yes. I bumped my ashtray, folks. And then, of course, starts talking all this, like, shit to Richie. Which, and I, I appreciate the background, right? Because as this is happening in real time, Richie's there. And there's a bunch of people in the background. There's like a like a cheerleading squad oh, and like just people right. hang out. And as it's like fucking with Richie, they all like stop and they were like stopped for like like three minutes. Nobody's moving. And then all of a sudden, like Pennywise starts like singing to him and laughing at him. They all start like swaying and shit yeah. like in the background. I was like, what the fuck? That's creepy. But of course, Pennywise is like, I know your secret. Right, so being homophobic, which I mean, he's already been fat phobic and everything else. So it's like, of course, yeah. he's homophobic, too. And fo- again, remember, folks, how fucking simple I am. I'm in the theater thinking, like, oh, what, did he, like, shit his pants in the gym? Or, like, did he, like, pee in a hot tub? Like, what, what, what is his big secret? Because apparently, I just can't read shit. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, like, f- for me to know someone's gay, they have to say, hey, chief, I'm gay, buddy. I'd be like, right on. <laughs> Wouldn't have known. Wouldn't have known. Yeah, how you were, you know, getting it on with that other person that is uh, a, a appears to be of the same gender, but wouldn't have seen it coming. Thought it was the Heimlich. Thought it was the Heimlich. Thank you very much. Well, somebody might have gotten licked. Um. All right. Also, uh, so oh, it's the Himlich. It's the Himlich. Hey, there you go. <laughs> 
come on down to the wine cellar and get yourself a pack of Hemlicks. I don't know about a whole pack. Well, a whole pack of them. Well, climate change is coming. You got to get down when you got time. The little bit of time you got, get it cracking <laughs> with a product that doesn't exist and we don't have. <laughs> so, um, right. So then, of course, that's Richie's adult thing. Um, and there's Ben. Did Mike have one? Mike Hanlon. Was it just more things about his parents trying to get out of the the fire? Fucking no! I don't remember Mike having a fucking adult encounter. I don't remember having an adult one. I seem to remember him having a childhood flashback. Oh, about no. them making fun of him for his parents being crackheads who died in a fire. That's right. The fucking uh, the like a news clipping or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it literally said crackheads in the headline, and I was like, hmm. Really, crackheads right. and dairy, huh? Yes. Oh, yeah, because you know all the crack dealers out there. Yes. Slinging rocks on the corner with all that clientele. Yes. All those Jews out there smoking crack. Someone take that out of context and post it somewhere. <laughs> Jews smoking crack. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, and yeah. so that was Mike's. Um, so we did Mike, Ben, Bev, Richie. Yeah. Richie Tozier. That's his name. We got Eddie. Got Eddie. Eddie Haskell. No, Beaver. Um, <laughs> right? And then, of course, yeah. Stanley didn't really have one because Stanley was dead. That's right. Although yeah. they did go back to his uh, bar mitzvah, but that was really just a... Just to show that he had a homeboy that showed up and kicked it. I think just to show that he was, like, just not ready for adulthood. Like, he couldn't handle the stress of things. Oh, that's right. And he was like, yeah, fuck y'all niggas, man. And fuck this bar mitzvah. Fuck this yarmulke. You know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with none of y'all little buster-ass niggas. That's, that's on the that's set. That's not what he said. Verbatim, folks. There's no spoilers in this episode. Wow. Um, and so then, of course, everyone meets back up at the hotel. They also right. they spent a little time in their clubhouse. Not a yeah. very... Again, some shit from that clubhouse could have hit the cutting room floor. Yeah. Oh, I think the only reason they even introduced the clubhouse was, one, because Ben ended up almost dying it in the end, and then, two, to get the shower caps because they needed a, to- a totem for Stanley. Oh, maybe they also needed a childhood thing to show why Ben was into architecture. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because it, like, it, it just showed he took an interest in it, and he like watched a video or read about I think he read about it. Yeah, they didn't have YouTube back then. Mm-hmm. So, they yeah, he read about it, and he took architecture serious, and... um. Wait, now back on um, uh, young blokes being gay and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, was that them in the hammock? Was that no. Eddie and Richie? No. No, okay. Uh, what what oh, else? In the cl- you know what, actually? Yes, it was. Okay, that was Eddie and Richie, and he was putting his foot in his face and shit, mm-hmm. but he never got out. Right. Okay. All right, so that, okay, so that's chilling. What else cracked off in the, I guess they just really needed it to, as like a setup for other things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now they they meet back at the library, but they don't just meet back there because again, no, they meet the hotel first. Hotel first, and right because because while that's going on, everyone's trying to figure out um, what to do. But um, Pennywise sends the skateboard down the stairs, so Bill takes off like a goofball by himself that's because because right. um, you know remember in the sewer, Pennywise is like, oh, Georgie died because you weren't there. So on the Bible, the skateboard, he wrote something like you weren't here this time either or something. Yeah. And so Bill, like, takes off on his bike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That fucking thing. <laughs> to go try to save the kid at the fair. And he throws the bike on the ground, which I'm sure it still worked after that as well. Um, 
Yeah, which is, you know, he's running around looking, you know, a little maniacal trying to find the kid. And he sees the kid go into, like, the fun house. And so he's, like, chasing the kid through the fun house. And uh, oh. they run through that thing where the clowns are swinging yeah, like side to side. Yeah. And if you notice, those clowns, their faces were painted like the 1991 Pennywise. Uh-huh. And they had on the 1991 Pennywise oh, costume. Oh, the pom-poms? Yeah. Okay. And um, so then he finally gets stuck in, like, the Hall of Mirrors. And the kid's also stuck in the Hall of Mirrors. And, you know, first he's like, it's okay, I'm here to help you. I'm going to save you. Everything's going to be okay. Yes. And then in the mirror behind him, Pennywise shows up. Yep, and he's, like, crouched down. He's in a B-boy stance. Oh, fun fact, that scene was not in the script. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, like, they just kind of, like, just on the spot talked about it, riffed about it, and then just threw it together and filmed it. Nice. Yeah. And I still don't even know if that kid was real or if that whole thing was, like, Pennywise just fucking with him. Remember, the kid had parents in the restaurant. Doesn't mean anything. Well, Pennywise could be three people. He can be a 10-foot-tall naked woman. A titty monster, ma'am. He put all them niggas in that shit at the end at the same time. Hmm. Interesting. So maybe that kid was just imagined by fucking Bill the whole time? Could be. I don't know. Then again, Pennywise likes to eat. Pennywise does like to eat. Yeah, nah, I, I, I'm thinking the kid was real. I, because I'm, there's, like, too much happening all at once. Like, the kid happens to hear stuff in the bathtub. Well, I mean, fiction is like that, though. <laughs> this nigga. Yeah, but he just happens to hear stuff in the bathtub and down the drain. Yeah. Just happens to live in Bill's old house. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, I just mean, happens you... to know Richie's fucking lines from his fucking comedy specials. Yeah. When you look at it the way I do, it's kind of like that kid was just something it made up to fuck with Bill. Nigga. nigga. Yeah. Because he's fucking with what Bill fears, which is letting a kid down. Bill fears that. Yeah, he does. And fear makes him tasty for later. So, I mean, you have to consider these things. Uh Yeah. So, I would land on probably wasn't real. I don't know. I don't know. Just throwing it out there as a possibility. I'm I'm on it. So, (laughs) of course, they're there in the Hall of Mirrors. And Pennywise just starts fucking cracking his head up against the mirror. That I love that fucking scene. Yeah, because like, cause Bill's trying to punch it, and Pennywise is rocking it, and it's this battle of strength, but you can't beat a fucking intergalactical alien spider monster. Right. <laughs> fucking, you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was fucking ill, man. Because also, because Pennywise is so... Pennywise is literally just a hungry being, and it's feeding season. Yeah. So Pennywise, like, look at the face. It's just sociopathic about it, where it's just like, need to break the glass to get the food. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's all it is. Means to an end. Right. And then, of course, the kid's just standing there screaming the whole time instead of running. And so Pennywise finally gets to the glass. One fucking bite, and it's just like, it looks like the the hotel doors when they open and fucking the shining were just blood everywhere. Right, and that kid was literally screaming and crying and that that kid was probably tasty as fuck. Oh, yeah. That was some good fear. If he was real. Um, nah, yeah, yeah, you know what? That whole thing was actually not real. And of course, Bill then is like all freaked out and like depressed and dejected and just, you know. Dejected. Dejected. That's a good word. That's a good responsible word. And while this is going on, um, this now, mind you, everyone got back at about the same time, right? So Ben gets back, and Beverly's back, and she's got her note, and she's trying to figure out who wrote it, and she thinks it was Bill. Ben's looking at her with this desperate longing, like I wrote it for you. I still love wait, you. Wait, 
so around the same time, that was when Henry Bowers is coming up on the joint. Yes, yeah. Because I was gonna be because that's when um Eddie got back. I, I also remember. have to note though when Henry Bowers arrested development. Remember, yes. I was riffing about this oh, yeah, on yeah. the way home, fucking um, because it got Henry Bowers as a young bloke, and then he went into that um to the psych facility as a young bloke and never really grew up because he's just traumatized by it or traumatized or influenced, whatever the fuck. I think traumatized because he was like... He also had an abusive father. Right. And um, and I noticed when he left that, when he broke out, he went to the, you know, the steps to go to the parking lot and he slid down the handrail rather than walk down the steps as like a Bernie Sanders years old man. <laughs> And then he got in the car with his zombie homeboy, mm-hmm. which was that a Thunderbird or a Trans Am? Oh, Trans Am, probably. I think, I think it was a Thunderbird. Mm. And, One uh, of those, like, 80s muscle cars. Yeah. And they dip out, and now they get to the yeah. part of the film you're talking about mm-hmm. here. Which also, I thought the actor did a really good job on the whole breaking out thing, because he was, like, way too giddy about seeing the balloons outside. Because he's, mind you, like... A very stereotypical looking psych ward, right? Where everyone's just kind of like drugged out, just like, uh, and then one person starts acting like insane, right? And because he sees the red balloon from it, and he's like, what? Oh my God, my friend's here, my friend's here, and starts like freaking out and like jumping all around and like trying to knock out the windows and shit. And they yeah. take him in his room and, you know. Oh, and then his homeboy comes from under the bed, but he doesn't yeah. realize it's him first and he freaks out, but then yeah. he's like, oh, that's my nigga with my knife. Yep. Yeah. 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 And so now, of course, now we the, at the same time, all these like different childhood memories and new Pennywise traumas are going on. Everyone's getting back right about the same time. So there's Ben there. There's Beverly there. Um, what's his face just left to go try to save the kid who's about to get eaten in the funhouse. And then um, we told you that the leper guy was there again and vomited on Eddie again. And so Eddie like walks in. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And he's like, nothing. I'm fine. And <laughs> runs upstairs and he's washing it off. And turns around and literally gets stabbed in the face by Bauer. Stabbed in the mouth. He basically got 50 scented, but with a knife. Yes. Like, right in the fucking cheek. And Bowers is, like, you know, talking shit. And um, and (laughs) goes into the bathtub and closes the shower curtain. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Eddie? And then Bowers starts laughing and walks up to him. And then you see the knife go through the shower curtain and stab Bowers in the stomach. Multiple and, times. Yes. Like, you could tell he was pulled out, back in, out, back in. After he pulled the knife out, out of, of his, his face. Motherfucking <laughs> face. And then what? Knocks Bowers out the window. I can't remember if he jumped no, out. No, Bowers he, jumped out the window. Okay. And then they show him, like, pulling the knife out and laughing, walking away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while this is going on, Richie's in his car because Richie was leaving. So Richie uh, was gone. And yeah. But anyway, they all get back together again. Because <laughs> splitting but up is actually a really bad Mike idea. Not before Mike Hamlin gets attacked by Henry. And the library. Yes. Murray. Yeah, because yeah, they all met him at the library. Yeah. Yeah. So while he's waiting at them for the library, which again, it's weird. He's just in there. If he doesn't own it, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a little weird. And so he's just in the library. And then all of a sudden... Um, Bowers jumps out and attacks him. Well, again, while he's reading about the the crackhead uh, news article about his parents. Yep. And uh, Bowers jumps out and attacks him. And fucking Richie, of all people, kills Bowers. Right? Weird. And then they, uh, from there, my memory starts to get fuzzy. I think from there, Mike was basically like, there's just a ritual. Trust me, we need to go down there and kill it. And 
um, uh, what's his face? With the Bill. thing that he stole from yeah, the, the thing he stole from the folks. Yeah. And while this is going on, Bill, they're trying to call Bill, and Bill's like, it just ate the kid because because you know there's a lot of things happening at, like at one time, right? Yeah. And so while this is going on, um, Bill's like, it just ate the kid. I'm gonna go kill that fucking clown, and goes to the house where the first movie ended. Right, and they're like, "Oh my God, we have to get there too!" And of course, they took cars and bills on his bike, so they all got there at the same time. <laughs> yeah, because that bike <laughs> is that fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and so they all get there at the same time, and um, uh, Eddie's scared. He's like, "I don't want to go in." And Bev hands him <clears throat> like a. It looks like a fire poker, but I think it's from a wrought iron fence. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. Like, yeah. it was busted off from the fence. Yeah, and of course, remember in the first movie when they were in the house and it came out of the refrigerator. And the boys were just there screaming, exactly, Pav locking out the fridge. Bev came in with that same one and stabbed it in the head. Yeah. And that, so the same one. And she's like, it kills monsters if you believe it does. So I was like, all right. Which I think was a playoff inhaler thing, right? Yeah, from the original movie. And, and instead, because it is an inhaler, but he was like, this is battery, battery acid, acid, motherfucker. Yes. And then did that whole thing. Oh, and I guess back up just a quick second. Uh, they all, oh, wait, no, never mind. We didn't get there yet. I had the time confused in my head. Right. Okay. So they go down through the basement, right? They go down through the whole thing and through the cave and to its layer, right? Which isn't the well. There's actually shit behind the well and all the way down there. And Mike's like, okay, we're going to do the ritual. And so he has this like thing. It almost looks like a, like a leather lampshade almost. And they go all the way in. They go yeah. to like this like flower pot thing that apparently it sleeps in or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Like all the way up on the layer. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, they put all their things in there, right? Like, Eddie puts an inhaler in. He puts uh, a shower cap in for Stanley. Yeah. Um, Richie puts the token from the arcade in. Yeah. Bev has her, uh, the postcard with the Ember Fires poem yeah. on it. Um, what did, oh, Bill put in the boat that he made for um, Georgie. Your memory is crisp. I, I don't remember what Mike put in, though. Mike Hanlon. Not the newspaper thing. Not the, not the thing to kill the goats. I don't think so. Yep, I, don't I, don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember what Mike put in. No. And um, so then you know it starts it on fire and does a little ritual and they're like, okay, we killed it, and then it shows up. <laughs> <laughs> There's something worse than thinking you killed the monster than the monster's right the fuck there. That just sound like that shit that uh. <laughs> That fucking, um, what's that goddamn little comedian, little leprechaun, little nigga talking about smoking with Snoop? Oh, Cat Williams. Oh, Cat Williams <laughs> said that a, a, a Chrysler 300 looks like a phantom until a phantom shows up. <laughs> you thought you defeated it until it showed up. Which, of course, was wild because then it's just making fun of them. And they're like, hey, Mike, how come you didn't tell him? Hey, Eddie, what do you call it? A gazebo? Because remember in the first movie, um, uh, the daughter of the pharmacist was making fun of Eddie. And she's like, you don't even need these pills. They're placebos. They don't even work. Your mom just gets them for you to get them. And then he couldn't remember the word. And he went home and like confronted his mom. And he's like, they're gazebos, mom. Because <laughs> he couldn't remember the word. And so, of course, Pennywise is like, hey, Eddie, it's just a gazebo. And everyone's like, what the fuck? You know, and realizes because it's like, yeah, this is what happened last time. Someone tried this ritual and like shows all the native people being slaughtered. Yeah. Right. And then everyone's like, oh, shit. And then it gets, like, fucking huge and is, like, a like they, spider with Pennywise's face. Yeah, it's like they played off the um, the original movie. I don't know about the 
I, you know, I don't remember the book. I read it when I was 12, and I wasn't that interested. I wanted to read the newspaper. And uh, fucking, like, it was a spider in the 1991. Yeah. So in this one, they said, fuck it, spider clown. Yeah. Which, you know what, thoroughly frightening. Yeah. I get it. Oh, and of course, also, um, before they made it directly into its lair, when they passed that fridge that Pennywise came out of on the way down, Stanley's head came out and turned into a spider. Yeah. And then, oh, and see, again, with the gay thing, right? Because um, the spider had knocked down Richie and was, like, trying to bite him and shit, and Bill was trying to get it off, and he was yelling to um, Eddie, because the three, those three of them were in a room together. He was like, Eddie, get the, you know, whatever. There was, like, a knife or something. And he was like, get the knife, get the knife. And Eddie, like, couldn't, like, oh, yeah. like he just, like, was, like, having, like, a panic attack in the corner. And then finally Bev and them came in and helped them, you know, kill Stanley Spiderhead. And um, then, of course, Eddie was freaking out because he's like, I was going to let you die. And, you know, oh. romantic partners. It was a little, you know, extra intense. I knew that. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that shit at all. And then, but then, of course, Rich is all fucking comforting him and like, you know, it's okay holding his face. Like, it's okay. I'm still alive. I'm here now. Like, yeah, that was a fucking moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, and right. And so then, of course, you know, it's a gazebo. And now they're all trying to figure out how to kill it. And they don't know what to do. And it's like chasing them around. And they all go into like these little, like they all have their own like little visions because he separates them all. Right. So Bev is back in her high school, stuck in the bathroom. And everyone's trying to get in to kill her, I guess. Um, ben is stuck back in the clubhouse. And it's like filling up with sawdust yes. about to drown him. Which and then, these are all illusions. Right. And then, of course, um, Bill is back in his basement, and Georgie's yelling at him for letting him die. Well, and he... he's fighting himself as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, he finally kills Georgie, right? Because he's like, no, Georgie, it wasn't my fault. And then his his younger self is still there, and he's trying to convince his younger self that it's not his fault. So he's, like, fighting his younger self, right? But yeah, because and then they did the new line, which one of y'all YouTube niggas that likes to mix up rap songs with Tupac and new beats, the new one you lied and I died. Make that happen. Make it happen. That's like you'll float too. Yeah, that's the new float too. You lied, I died. Yep. And uh, what the other niggas, they, they kind of flashed back to the old movie where it was like the, the three doors. doors. Yeah. And that was uh, Eddie and Richie. <laughs> so it was um, the scary, not very scary and like super scary or something. Yeah. And of course they opened the one. And you remember the first one where that was like half a girl? And it was the inverse, and, right? Yeah. And Richie's like, where are her legs? This one, they opened the door, the legs come out. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Which great memory on Pennywise. 27 years later, he still knows how to scare you motherfuckers. <laughs> but, but, he, but he keeps it up to date. He's been waiting for 27 years. He's just been coming up with, for these specific kids that yes. are grown ass adults yeah. now. Fuck yeah. That is, now that's petty. I mean, petty wise. You motherfuckers denied me my last meal and sent me to bed early. I am going to fuck with you. (laughs) His name is actually Petty Wise. Oh, Um, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And right, so there's that. What was Mike doing at this point? Was Mike still just out of it because his plan didn't work? Yeah. No, he was hiding. Oh, he was hiding. Yeah. Because he was just like shell shocked. His plan didn't work. He's like, but. We believed it was supposed to work. What happened? Like, Which is like, was it ever hungry for Mike? Like, it just be skipping over that nigga. Like, it is racist. <laughs> it is racist. <laughs> or niggas just don't get scared like white kids. And maybe their fear don't taste the same. It, it must not taste the same. Huh. 
Yeah. Or he, he also, don't know what to scare him with. It doesn't know to turn into a cop. Right, exactly. <laughs> but no, because every time it scared him, it was always the um, the flashback to the house on fire and like their parents' hands trying to get out of the, the house, trying to get through the door. Right, and that's more that's, like a traumatic memory than and a it, fear Well, thing. it's a traumatic memory, but also like it never had anything else. Like with Bev, it's got the titty monster and it's got like showing up looking like her dad and like fucking... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, everybody him, else, there was multiple things. Him, it was just the, the hands coming up, trying to get through the door that's on fire. Yeah, so those kids all had things that existentially, is that the fucking word? Maybe. Finish your sentence. Existentially scared them in general. Yeah. That, But he didn't have that. Yeah. He was just a farm boy. Yeah. That, And he probably had, his parents were probably good and nice and kind to him and because they were black and alone. They died <laughs> when he was, like, four. But, they, but nobody... Was he four? He was four. Like three or four. He was so, like a toddler. Uh-huh. But then he went to live with his grandfather or his uncle or whoever who owned the sheep farm. And, he, and it's not like he wasn't scared of the sheep. He just wasn't He wasn't a killer. But don't yeah. push me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, it was weird. He never really fucked with Mike like that. Hmm. Or it is racist. Or it is racist. Well, I mean, it is also homophobic and fat phobic and misogynistic so I suppose racist is on par fucking it (laughs) (laughs) and right so yeah so those what those two and then yeah yeah, so Eddie and Richie with the doors and then they open the door and there's a fucking Pomeranian because Richie made a joke about that earlier like can we just get like a cute little Pomeranian I would rather fight that and then it was and then it turned into a monster which uh, something I was watching on the YouTube said that was like a callback to some other horror movie with the like thing. a thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some other gruesome dog-like thing. Yeah. It was a thing. There you it go. It was a thing. And it is racist. It's racist. It- <laughs> <laughs> right. And so then everybody gets out of their little illusion, illusions of terror. Yeah. You know, and gets back together, is trying to figure out how to fight it. Oh, I think I had two jokes in there where I, like, leaned over to in a theater. Because, like, while they're having all their scenes together, I'm like, yo, it's like a collective acid trip. And then I noticed that its lair was flooded. So I was like, this that post-climate change lair. (laughs) Like, oh, that that sea level rise got it. Because isn't it Maine? Isn't Maine all up on the ocean? Maine is all up on the ocean. Yep. That's that climate change lair. (laughs) And that's probably why it was so mad. It was like, I'm going to fuck all y'all up for ruining this nice planet I moved to. <laughs> Shit. Oh, my God. It is a racist and a environmental progressive. Oh, so it's uh, what the fuck are those white people? Um, Which ones? The, like, were the, uh, oh, uh, primitives, anarcho-primitives. Oh, fuck that. Whatever's happening. Where <laughs> they're like, they want to go back to, like caveman days and shit and they're like no more you know electronics and we need to save the environment by getting rid of you know fossil fuels and I'm like that's cool no fossil fuels and blah blah but then they're also like white white nationalists and like <laughs> fucking like women home breeding but like you know without epidurals because that's not God's will or something I don't just fucking weirdos fucking weirdos um yeah what did you call them anarcho what primitivists primitivists and I'm done. What else happened in the movie? Anarcho-primitivist. <laughs> but the white nationalist strain. Um, right. And so then, of course, you know, they all get back together. They're trying to figure out what to do. Um, Richie takes a stand because uh, Pennywise has a couple people cornered. I think he had um, Bev cornered, maybe. Was it? 
Because, remember, because she got knocked into the water. So they went down to save her, and Richie was there just like, oh, oh she my was, God. like, under the water. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And Richie's like, oh, my God. And then, you know, everyone's, like, running around trying to figure out what to do. And then, uh, or, I'm sorry, Eddie was standing up, scared to go in the water, of course. And then um, Richie was like, fuck you, clown, and, like, picks up a rock and throws it at it and hits him in the face. <laughs> and it turns around with the entire deadlights. <laughs> Oh, the that's whole right. ass fucking deadline. Yeah, because like the back of his motherfucking head opened up and the lights were right. swirling behind him. Yeah, which I think was the part of the ritual that went right, but they didn't finish it or something. Like, I don't know. Some, I think that's something went wrong. With the, I think that's how that happened. Huh. But yeah, you could see like the deadlights like above and it was just like, what, like bluish, like three bluish lights like spinning in circles? Yeah, very light though. They looked white to me. Okay. Yeah. And um, and so then you see it, it it's pissed off at Richie and the then dead it just, whites. The yeah. dead whites. It's pissed off at Richie. <laughs> it's pissed off at Richie, picks him up and it's just got Richie straight up in the fucking dead lights and Richie's just like... Zoned out, nigga. It's not an acid trip anymore, nigga. He smoked that indica. <laughs> and his nose starts bleeding and shit. Yeah, he, he was, was dying. Real, and he, he was, was also dying. snorting indica. Snorting like, indica? Cocaine? I don't know. Cocaine. Yeah. And, of course, um, Eddie sees him, and Eddie's like, I'm not going to let you die again. He didn't say that, but that was the vibe. And so he takes the uh, the fence thing that Bev gave him. It kills monsters, if you believe it, and throws it through its mouth. Because, of course, it's doing the whole big, yeah. you know, multiple teeth thing. And that's, of course, what Eddie uh, Richie's looking into with the deadlights, you know? And it goes through and it like fucks everything up and there's like I don't know, it's like a, a bunch of like electrical shocks and shit going on, right? Yeah. And then it kind of collapses and he's like, I think I killed it. I think I killed it. And then See, and you have to know you killed it. You have to believe. You have to believe. And then one of those fucking spider claws came out and nailed that nigga in the chest. Yep. <clears throat> Didn't it go like through his back and like... Yeah, it went like through his back, out through the front and shit. Yeah. He, yeah, he, almost he got like Ricky. A, yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Right? And then, of course, they're trying to figure out, so they move him back to a smaller part of the cave, and it's just, like, you know, banging his head and banging on the thing, trying to get in there. And they're like, well, it's something about he has to abide by the laws of the realm he's in or the body he's in or something. Oh, yeah, by the um, by the... By the form he inhabits, I think it is. Yeah, and so, like, they were like, if we move to a narrow part, it'll make him smaller and he'll shrink, and then we can kill him somehow, right? And so this is their plan, and so they're trying to, like, sneak around, and, of course, Pennywise sees them trying to sneak around, and, yeah. And he's like, you slick motherfuckers. I don't think he said that. Verbatim. There's no spoilers in this episode, folks. (laughs) I don't think he said that. And so then what? Um, He had them all, and they were like, and while this is going on, Richie is, or I'm sorry, Eddie is like bleeding out. And he's like, I remember he, the leper came to me and I was choking him and he got so small. You got to make him small. And they're like, how the fuck, you know, how the fuck we make him small? And they're like, oh, you don't have to have him in a small space to make him small. So they started bullying the clown. Phoenix does not like the ending. To me, it, it's... It, it fits because... I mean, could he at least have, like, fucking exploded or something? <laughs> like, because they literally just bullied him to death. And they were like, you're a bully. You're nothing but a clown. You're not big. You're small. And he's like, I'm the eater of worlds. And they just kept calling him names. Yeah, they said leader of worlds. Yeah. And it's like, no, eater of worlds. Oh, I thought it said leader. No eater. shit. Eater. eater. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And so they're, like, just, like, calling him names, and he keeps getting, like, smaller and smaller and smaller, and then all of a sudden he's, like, the size of a fucking baby. 
and they just like took his heart out and they all like put their hands on it and squished it. But like the clown face is still the same size. Right, it was <laughs> weird. And all like saggy. And I wonder if it's like maintaining the clown face because it's like, but this is what scares him. Well, I don't know, maybe. But then he tried it at the end. Like when he was all like weakened, decapitated yeah, shit. Like a, he did a, uh, yeah, like a jump up. Like I tried to, he tried, but he couldn't get white men can't jump. Um, <laughs> he, could, <laughs> he couldn't get up there. And so then Mike takes his heart out and Pennywise is like, look how big you've all gotten. And then they crush his heart and he dies. And I was like, that was, I, yeah, I was okay with it. Because you know what? Because everything else was so much more fucking different. They got chased by a Pennywise spider. He was <laughs> chasing some nigga with his fucking face on fire. He Legs. Someone was getting chased by a pair of legs. Like a, 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 a Pomeranian chow demon puppy. Like, yeah. And then just, just, just took his little heart out and smushed it. Well, yeah. You gotta bully him to death, but then like the whole house collapsed. And, yeah, like, the cave the... collapsed and the house collapsed, and yeah, they had to leave um, Eddie behind because he died, and Richie was distraught. Right? Remember, Richie wouldn't leave, yeah, even I though still Eddie was dead. Even though Eddie was dead, Richie wouldn't leave, and you know, like the thing, like that last dramatic moment that they always have. You know, like the building's crumbling and pieces are falling down, and it's like we can't leave Eddie, and so like they had to physically like pull Richie out and shit, and then of course everybody makes it out, well except for Richie. And then, you know, the layer collapses. I'm sorry, except for Eddie, yeah. The cave collapses, like the well, the level they were on in the first movie collapses, and then the house collapses. And that's the end of it. And then they're all, like, gross and disgusting. No, they're pretty crispy. Also, peep how Beb had to be the one to go underwater, and she was wearing a white tank top. But, you know, I appreciate they fucking, um, they didn't, they didn't know bra it. They did not. And they let her shirt dry, like, minutes after that. And also, but also, did you notice by the time that they were done, like, she was so dirty, her shirt was now, like, brown? <laughs> it Ugh, wasn't even white I did not anymore. notice that. Yeah, it was, like, this brownish, reddish, reddish color. Um, and so, well, because she had to go through the whole blood thing, remember? Like, when she was stuck in the bathroom stall, there was, like, blood oh, seeping in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, they're walking back through dairy. Apparently, nobody's on the streets for some reason. Don't know why. Oh, everybody can feel it. They were like, yo, some shit is going down with it. That's unusual. <laughs> That's unusual. Because what is usual when you have a shape-shifting clown that eats children? It's not eating any children tonight. Like, how busy is it that all of our kids are sound asleep and doing fine? <laughs> this is when we're supposed to be losing them. Like, I actually, I lost my job. Like, I'm waiting for it to come get this kid. <laughs> nigga, I'm broke. Nigga, I'm broke. <laughs> you just like, it, come get your kids. Damn, wait for that Medicare for all, or I can't keep this kid. (laughs) (laughs) And so they stop, I think, what, in front of the pharmacy, and they catch a reflection of themselves, but it's, like, it's them standing there, but the reflection is, like, them all as kids all together, and, you know, and then they all go back to the, um, that nasty-ass green water that they were in in the first place. And jump in it it. again. Again. And it's like, y'all niggas just survived. Why do you want to fucking die with some new disease? (laughs) Fucking, like, toxic shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, they got in that fucking span-away ass water. (laughs) And then, of course, Richie started bawling because Eddie was dead. Hmm. And then dropped his glasses. He's like, guys, I can't find my glasses. Because they were all hugging him. Right? I remember that. Then, yeah. 
and everybody like swam down there and found them and they were like here's your glasses mr sir but they were all cracked and shit yeah they were cracked yeah fuck them glasses richie tozier isn't he a successful comedian get another fucking pair of glasses. i'm pretty sure they started movie being perfectly fine no they didn't <laughs> see you can raise one eyebrow yeah only one and only one at one time oh i can't do that get it together grouch See, and that was a that was a good yeah. three hours of our time, yeah. and this and was then, a good hour and whatever the fuck of yours. Right, and then like I don't know what happened. Right, <laughs> right, but then what happened? So, Bev got with Ben, and they were like on a yacht somewhere. Yeah, which it's like, oh yeah, that that's that's how that works. <laughs> you know, uh, over over three decades of being an abuse victim, and all you gotta do is kiss a. a a millionaire under dirty water. Yes. And you shake all that shit off you and you get away from the other rich guy unscathed. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah, so they were like on a yacht together. Um Richie was what was Richie doing? I don't think they show what Richie was doing. I don't remember. I don't think they show what he was doing. Um and then Bill was writing a book about them and the shit that happened that was gonna be his new book, and then Mike calls him. And Mike's like, how's it going? He's like, oh, I think I got the ending together this time. Ha, ha, ha. And then Mike's, you know, said he was finally leaving Derry, packed up his car, and... Oh, yeah, and then everyone read their letter oh, from... And, uh, yeah, they read the letter from Stanley. Yeah. Who uh, basically said, uh, I knew I was too scared to go back, but I knew it wouldn't work if one of us was missing, so I did the only logical thing and took myself off the chessboard. Um, hopefully you guys are reading this, and that means you won. <laughs> like, kind of thing. Yeah. And then, um, oh, you know what? The last thing they showed from Mike, because as they were reading some weird, goofy monologue about, like, um, don't hit your microphone, sir. Huh. As they were reading some goofy monologue about, like, um, you know, we might be losers, but we are all we have, and we're best friends forever, and uh, be proud of who you are. As they said proud, they flash back to Richie, and he's carving R plus E into a park bench in Derry. And I still didn't get it. Because, I don't remember seeing that. And I was just like, what? Well, they alluded friends? to it, though. Like, when <laughs> Richie was having one of his flashbacks, like, as a child, you could see him do the R plus, but they never showed you the other letter. And then at the end of the movie, as an adult, he's back at the same bench, like, carving the E. And I was like, hmm, this is a gay representation that we never wanted. <laughs> well, thank goodness you have heteros like me that I don't fucking know. It's like yeah, the gay representation was so subtle nobody even knew they were gay. Yeah, I was like, like alright. I right. progressived myself into just pure ignorance. <laughs> that is quite a statement. Yeah, like cause I just, because I, I'm, I'm at a point of, I don't like when I say I don't give a fuck, I give a fuck about the strife and mm-hmm. the oppression, but as far as like, you're not hurting me. So I'm not thinking about that to where, yeah, like, yeah, I guess maybe I have to see like a couple of, a couple of right blokes walking down the street holding hands. Mm-hmm. And even then I might be like, ah, the fucking brothers. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just not checking for that. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be checking for it. It was fucking obvious. No, it wasn't. They have to be kissing hardcore getting in there like it like it actually like their lips are crushed between each other's teeth yeah that's how it goes down all right folks 
this is the it review yes <laughs> the it review that is better than all the other it reviews because the length of this review is somewhat reflective of the length <laughs> of the movie to be fair we started with headlines yeah 15 minutes of headlines so it's actually like an hour and five hour and seven minutes whatever the fuck buddy you get the fuck out of here all right uh paypal.me slash phoenix and william patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund on some level that was conversation radio and let's go ahead and stop the old youtube arena there you get the fuck out of here and over down here the fucking podcast yeah, go fuck yourself, buddy. Really? <laughs> <laughs>